Hello and welcome to another episode of Way to Heal Utah. I'm your host, Dave Meekham, and it's fun to have our beloved Dr. Brett Metcalf back in this morning. Good morning, Brett. Good morning. It's good to be back. We've elevated you to beloved status. Not beloved, as, <laughs> as opposed to tolerated. I appreciate that. <laughs> exactly. It's really appropriate. This time of year, we're going to talk this morning to those folks who had all the great intentions as the year began to get back into the gym, get active, maybe indulged a little too much at Christmas time. And maybe there's a sizable portion of them that are already right on the verge of saying, this isn't worth it. I can't do this. You know, we're coming into that third week of January. And I think that's the hard time. It's a hard time and it's deliberately meant to be hard. I don't think this is anybody's decision to say, oh, let's find the coldest, darkest, most sometimes miserable part of the year and say, let's start a major lifestyle change. That's like the best way to make sure you're going to fail, right? <laughs> and you go from, you know, New Year's Day and, you know, all the football and whatever you're doing and all the snacks. And then the next day, boom, I'm now going to be 100% healthy and, and fit. And all of those <laughs> snacks and all those wonderful Christmas treats are no longer allowed in the house. And everybody's yeah. wandering around with a mopey expression. Yes. I think I'm moving from beloved to beleaguered at this point. So <laughs> it's okay. And and I do have this point every year we talk about this in some fashion that why do we do this big major, again, lifestyle change, especially around eating and, and activity when the environment is all about root vegetables and deep, you know, stocks to keep you feel warm and fuzzy and, and cozy as you stay inside and not go out into the big white world and try and be all Jack London and ride with your Huskies or whatever it is. Why do we not do it when it was traditional, like the, the end of March, when you'd start to see things turn green, when it starts to be comfortable. It's just a simple date on a calendar. So if you're at this point saying, oh my goodness, I've tried so hard. I, I had all the right intentions. I had all the right clothing and shoes and everything planned out. It's a date on a calendar and any point can be your new year start. Right. And that's the honest truth about it. I, I do understand that people look at it as a new year, a new beginning, a start over date. And symbolically, that's what it is. Yeah. But the other part of that is, is whether you use New Year's as the date or spring as a date, it doesn't really matter as long as you do something. But the other thing to remember is you can't just go from nothing to <laughs> pedal to the metal overnight. Your body's just not going to deal with that. Your brain's not going to deal with that. There's a mental component to this. There's an emotional component to this. And of course, the physical component is massive. So much. You wouldn't do that to your car. You wouldn't just, you know, slam on the gas every, you know, time you take off. It's obviously you're going to just tear the poor car apart and you do the same thing. But let's just be honest. I do it too. I fall into it. I 100% this year said, I'm going to pick up some new habits and here's how I'm going to make it happen. And, and, and has it worked well? Not really great, but you know what? There's some things that you can do to make sure that you don't just slam you know, the accelerator down to the floor when it comes to physical activity or eating for that matter. There's a lot of things you can do to make sure that you keep that, that body moving a little bit cleaner, a little bit easier, and more importantly, lasting a long Well, and I think as much as getting your body physically accustomed to being active again, 
there's also, as I mentioned, the mental part of it, that creating a habit. This is something I do every day. And both of those things start small and then you work into them. Whether that is a 10 minute walk, that's not going to have you waking up the next morning in pain. Uh, what we love to refer to as the terrible twos, too fast, too much, too soon. <laughs> yeah. And, and doing something simple like that each day, as important as getting your body is to the new activity, it's just as important to getting your brain started down that road of having that established yeah. as a habit. So in the health promotion world, we use a lot of, I know this sounds so nerdy, but we use a lot of scientific models, we use a lot of theoretical basis for how we do things. And, and we have this wonderful thing called the trans-theoretical model, which is your, or the stages of change model. And, and basically it just says at some point you're going to be wanting to go from I'm not thinking about it to I'm thinking about it. And that move right there can be as much as the move from I'm thinking about it to I'm getting ready to do something which can be just, again, as much challenge mentally as I'm preparing to do something, I've got the stuff, and now I'm doing it. We only think about that move from I've got the stuff and now I'm doing it. We don't think about all those stages that lead up to it. And that each one of those are leaps and bounds. They're, they're like going a marathon on their own before you actually do anything. Yeah. Because mentally, you have to create that foundation. Because if you just say, Someday you wake up and you hadn't even thought about it. You turned on the, the TV and somebody was saying, exercise is the most valuable thing you can do outside of smoking to you know, improve your longevity and your quality of life. Great. Awesome. I'm going to go out for a 20-mile run. You're not going to be ready for it. Your body's going to suffer. Your mind's going to suffer even more. And your habits are going to never really coalesce. So the idea of creating a mental foundation is so good. Maybe January isn't about the time to move from preparing to doing. Maybe January is about getting that clarity of thought and that foundation of preparedness to do something. Now, that doesn't mean, oh, I'm off the hook. I can just sit down and think about exercise. That sounds fantastic. Maybe this is, however, making the plan, getting the people, getting the, the stuff, getting the time organized. So when you are ready, you're there. The image that I'm getting in my head from what you just said, it's like I'm comparing all of this to a tree growing. So the mental part of it is your seed germinating. It's in the soil or or maybe it's prepping the soil and getting it ready to go and getting the seed in the ground. That's the easy part. But then it starts small and then it grows larger. You know, you don't have that oak tree the next day. And you don't see any of that progress right. for a month plus. Right, And I think that's another thing, is that while the foundational work is important, I think, as you said, the mental foundation is equal because, and this one's a hard one, and I'm, I'm always hesitant to say this one, when you start, whatever your goal is to be more physically active for, whether it's to be you know, better for sports, maybe you feel like appearance is a priority for you. Maybe if uh, just having longevity and feeling like you're able to do the things that you want to do when you want to do them, whatever your goal is, you're not going to see results overnight. Can you see that seed burst out of the ground? Like it's I worked out yesterday and I still weigh the same. <laughs> and, and now I just feel worse. So how is this helping me? What on earth am I doing? No, it, it's, it's such an interesting thing that you're going to notice how you feel overnight. 
you're going to say, mentally, I feel better. Actually, you'll feel that within 10 minutes of any activity. Overnight, you're going to be like accomplished. This is a good thing. But physically, you're not going to see any changes for anywhere between three to six weeks on the outside. You may notice something different because you're obviously, you know, you're you're in the middle of all this. You get to notice certain things maybe around three to four weeks, depending on the type of activity you're doing. But nobody else is going to notice it until about five, six weeks later. And all of a sudden they start going, are you doing anything different? You, you seem yeah. different. You know, and at that point, then it's that big bump. But here we are three weeks into the year. We're still three weeks out from that happening. So here's it that is. wall we slam into every <laughs> single time. And you got to remember, it's usually that person who hasn't seen you in three or four weeks. Yes that makes that observation because the yes. people who see us every day, it's as subtle to them as it is to us. Yes. Very and, you know, so. and maybe the only place that we're seeing that is how we feel or perhaps on scales or however you're measuring it. You may know, but that point that other people notice, it takes a while. <laughs> but you know, one of my favorite things when I used to run a gym, in downtown Salt Lake. And it was, it was great because every year, I mean, it was amazing. We'd see people we'd never seen before come rolling into the gym. They were excited. They were motivated. They still had the tags on their clothes. We loved them. They were amazing. <laughs> and we'd see them the first day and you'd see them the second day. And then the numbers started to dwindle. We always knew by the end of January, a good half of the people who had started had fallen off. The hard part is, is in a gym setting, sometimes you don't really feel bad about that because, you know, it's crowded. It's, it's, a, right. you know, they're going to be back at some point during the year and that's great. But I always felt bad because the people who were coming in were so excited and so, uh, I don't know, almost, well, I won't say bubbly. Some of them were grumbling the whole way, but they were more excited than they'd ever been. And knowing that I can see this potential uh, wall that they're going to run into, you, you if we could find some way to get each one of them and sit them down and say, listen, 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 there's only a couple of things that are going to feel good for the first little bit. Hang in there and things start to feel great. But you're going to have a challenge. And being prepared for that challenge is probably one of the best. You know, what do they say? Knowing a trap is the first step in avoiding one. There you go. Yes. That's, yeah, yep. that's where we're yep. at. Yeah. You know, and, and people react differently to those initial struggles. I mean, I'm, yep. I guess maybe I'm weird, but if, I've worked out and, and I've got muscle pain or whatever the next day. I kind of just smile a little bit every time I feel like going, Hey, I did something good yesterday. <laughs> and if you get to a point where you don't feel sore, I mean, that's, that's kind of the whole goal of it, right? Is, you know, you do something, it's, it's new, it's novel in the way they're moving, that it's new in the, the amount of intensity you're doing or the amount of volume you're doing. All those things can lead up to soreness. I, I find them warm and fuzzy. I kind of like it because I'm like, oh, I did a thing. This is yeah. good. <laughs> but then we get over it. And sometimes I think that a lot of people find the, that steady state that they're like, this is just the workout I do for the whole year. And they forget that you're supposed to be doing progressive right. you know, workouts and actually get sore once in a while. Right. It's actually a good thing. I'm not going to go from being sedentary to bench pressing 300 pounds overnight. We're going to work <laughs> into these things, right? Oh, that would be a very painful thing to watch. <laughs> Please don't. 
And I think that we all know ourselves, even though sometimes we don't like to admit the things we know about ourselves. But okay, I, that's I, a little deep for this early in the morning. <laughs> I'm not sure we're ready for that. <laughs> but I, I think we need to take advantage of how well we know ourselves and come up with ways. We, we understand the traps that could mm-hmm. be there for us. So let's create ways to protect ourselves and do things that we know will help us when we hit that point where we don't want to do it anymore. That will look different for everybody. It could mean that, okay, well, I'm going to make sure that I work out with a buddy. Mm -hmm. That way I'm not letting him down. And it kind of, on those mornings when I don't want to get up in the cold or whatever, I'm going to do it anyway, because now I've got this commitment or, or whatever the thing is that will get you where you need to be. Right. My, I know my big limit is that I forget that I'm uh, not 25 anymore. What? I know. I, I blew past that many, many years <laughs> past. And, and I can't lift the same way. Now, here's an interesting one. I can actually lift more, but I can't lift the same way. So my, my tendency is towards injury. And of all the people in this world who should not be moving to the point where they're being injured, I know better. But I like to push myself really hard. And so I have had an interesting experience this year trying to pace myself, myself into getting back into the routines that I've done previously, knowing that as a, you know, 18 to 25 year old, I could just power through something. Now it's all about form. It's all about finesse. It's all about technique. It's all about making sure every angle is lined up. That's me. That's, that's how I have to approach it. Somebody else may say, my biggest challenge is making that first step out the door. Once I'm there, I'm fine. Yeah. Some people would just say, hey, you know, there's, there's something else that holds me back. And in most cases, it's going to be a mental game more than a physical one. Almost always, I think. And, and that's why, you know, kind of brought out that mental component of it, mm-hmm. because I think that is the single thing that will make or break you. Yeah, it's, it's not, I'm tired. It's. I don't want to be tired. We talked about theoretical models. There is one called the health belief model. And to dumb it down to the most basic, straight up, here's the, the foundational part. You either you think you can or you can't, you're right. And in most cases, we let ourselves down because all of a sudden, I can't do this. And at that point, boom, you're right. Okay. But... Just turn it around and say, I can do it. Then you're absolutely right. You got this. Okay. So we've established that this is hard. <laughs> well, that way to encourage, not so much of a, a rah-rah uh, podcast today there, Dave. We're, we're kind of like, okay, let, let's take a, put a chain around your feet for a little bit and see how well you do. So let's maybe talk a little bit about strategies, especially for somebody who started and stopped already in these three weeks or is, uh, is kind of in that mode where oh, I just, I'm not going to make it. Or people who didn't start at all, they're just daunted by the idea I'll have to do it next year. Yeah. Well, (laughs) next January, I'm good. (laughs) Help us. Give us some some hope here, some help, some strategies that we can start to turn this around. So in the gym world, and I always refer to the gym world because I feel like there's so much bro science out there that this is just how we have to do it. And it kind of has this, I don't know, an element of cheering you on, but at the same time, making you feel bad. There's, there's a statement though, that I loved is never miss a Monday. And because Mondays you you think about it, I mean, you're, you're back on, if 
you're on a, a Monday to Friday schedule, you're back in a work setting. Mondays are always just, I've got so much on my mind with our kids to get to school. I've got, you know, lunches to prepare. I've got all these things to do. I, I don't have the time I had on Sunday, right? Right. But if you can do it at the hardest time, you can do it at the easy time. And so I always say never miss a Monday because that's going to be just a clean way to do it. But just watch out because all the other guys are going to be trying to do chest day that day. So it's also a rough <laughs> one. Just, just find legs or, or do something different. The other thing is, is get your shoes on. You know, once you've got the shoes on, you're like, well, I'm already here. You know, those things make a huge difference. And, and again, they're, they're very, very mental. Other things that work, as you've already mentioned, is have somebody who can be accountable to. And you don't want to let them down. You Obviously, they don't want to let you down. So you work really well on that one. Um, other things I do, and this is for me, I can't see progress. That's a, it's a physical thing. I cannot look in a mirror and see progress because I'm always here. Write things down. If you're going to you know, do nothing more than this is what I did today, write it down in a little you know, notebook, put it in. I did this many push-ups, this many sit-ups, this that's how far I walked, run, whatever it was, and then close it and walk away. Don't sit and obsess about it. Don't make all your charts and graphs. You know, go, <laughs> you'll go back to it. I did that. And the other day I found one from, I think it was 2004. And I looked at this and I was like, remember writing this down thinking that was a hard workout, but it's nowhere near where I am now. I just didn't realize I'd made so much progress. Yeah. So write stuff down. And if you're a data geek like me who likes to, you know, chart and graph everything. Okay. Do that too. Well, and I think some people just, even if it's a box that says, uh, I worked out on this day. Yes, that absolutely. You, you feel good just checking that box. And at the end of the month or the end of the week or whatever, you look back and see all those check marks. Like, man, I'm I'm making progress. And if that's a tool that helps you mentally get through this, that's a fantastic thing. Yeah. Oh, I love it. And, and if you look at it at the end of the week and go, man, there weren't as many check marks as I, I thought I'd have. Guess what? Right you've got another Monday rolling around. Right. I got next Monday. And and for me, routine is a big deal. Yeah. You know, setting aside that time, protecting that time for me, it's, it's the honest truth is if I put it off to the end of the day, it's not going to happen. <laughs> it won't happen for anybody. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be first thing in the morning. Yeah. That has to be the very first thing in the morning. So you arrange your sleep schedule to make sure you get enough sleep. Cause that's yeah. critical. Right. And, you know, whatever that time it is, you need to get up five, six, seven o'clock, whatever it is, get up and you make that your first thing. So yeah. nothing else, you don't give anything else a chance to interfere. So that for me, that's a big deal, that routine and building that habit. And the, the word you used was protect that time. You know, you wouldn't reschedule an appointment with your boss. Don't reschedule an appointment with your body. Right. Love that. Okay. Well, at least we have some hope now. There's hope. And it's it's not all sore muscles and 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 sweaty clothes and but you know what? It comes down to a simple thing. If you if you've made it this far and you've wanted to do something, there's a reason that you wanted to do it. So when I was training, yeah, I was a personal trainer for years, I remember I'd ask somebody, so why are you here? And they say, I want to lose weight. And I said, No, that's that I appreciate your saying that. But why do you want to lose weight? And we usually get down to some some purpose, some reason of I want to be able to keep up with my kids. I I, I watched my my kid sit down in their chair and they made a groan. They said, I'm like you, mom. And I was like, oh wow, that was beautiful. 
there's your reason. And keep going back to that reason. Maybe write that reason down, you know, be able to do what I want, when I want, how I want. Right. And this is not the time to go down the road of how extraordinarily critical physical activity is to your health, but we will do that again. Oh, we'll go. We'll (laughs) dig very, very deep. But the two words that I think come out of this for me right now are patience and determination. And hope. And hope. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, if you believe you can, you will. And that sounds, that sounds a little woohoo, but honestly, let's, let's be honest. Every step starts with a thought. Okay. I'm going to be bench pressing 300 by tomorrow. (laughs) I I will be there to spot you. (laughs) (laughs) Brad, this has been a great conversation. Thanks for coming by and, and participating. This is excellent information. And I'm just hoping that there are those people out there that this will help. This will help and we'll have a good time and we'll be back. Sounds good. And thanks for joining us today on this episode of Way to Heal Utah. We'll see you next time.